it's episode number 40 of the Have a Little Hall Will Travel podcast. Kat, wow. we've done so many episodes. It's almost my age. <laughs> oh, I know, our podcast is in its 40s now. Wow, then it's downhill from here, let me tell you. <laughs> we're going nowhere but up. Uh, and we're going uh, nowhere but up because... Um, this segue went poorly because Kayla yep, Rivera totally. is with us today. She is Hawaii Magazine's <laughs> art director. I'm Kevin Allen, your co-host with me as always. <laughs> oh, me, Catherine Tossbox. We're with, we are, this is the entirety of Hawaii Magazine right here. I oh. mean, with the exception of our digital person, but yeah. Yeah, yeah this is um, pretty much it. This is <laughs> what brings you the website and the... Uh, <laughs> The content in the magazine and um, everything in the magazine. We're pretty much the driving force. Um, so yeah, this yep. is episode 40. Uh, we're doing it nice and early in the morning, which is why I, my mind is wandering a little bit. I just Can I just say, I had a terrible sleep last night. <laughs> why? Um, Ami, my cat, was... Uh, we have a chicken wire fencing to because we live pretty high up and we don't want her to just jump off the lanai. And she was making so much noise. Oh, I gotta bleep that. She was making so much heckin' noise on that fence. And so I took her off the lanai, or Kyla, my girlfriend, did, and then we closed the door because she kept going out to hit the fence. And then she started meowing at the door the whole time. And that was at, like, 2 a.m., and I, I had one of those, like, half-conscious, half-awake, half-asleep sleeps until I woke up. So What was she... Making noise about, oh, like, did you a, figure there, it out? There was a baby gecko um, oh. on the other side, oh. and cats love geckos. Wow, um, these are Kevin problems. Yeah, they really I know, are. If you don't like that, don't have a baby. <laughs> Planning not to for, for, sure. for quite some time. Um, I'm, I've got Man, my hands more is, than full. That pales in comparison to my crazy night of people, like, screaming yeah. and <laughs> saying there's blood everywhere and oh, please that's... help me. And calling cops. That was my crazy night. <laughs> Literally everyone who has a baby at home is like, uh, that's nothing. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think screaming, crying people. Well, screaming is that scary. But the cat, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what people <laughs> yes. are, are screaming about? The new issue of Hawaii Magazine. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. That one was pretty good. Um, <laughs> it is. What is this? Our September-October issue. Yes. Gosh. Yeah. Wish you were it's here. It's September. It is September. We do wish you were here. This I love that cover. Can I just say? I think that's it's a good cover. We normally don't put a little inside baseball. We normally don't put people on our covers, but um, this one we do have a person. Well, on. not lately. Not I lately. think if you are yeah. a longtime subscriber to Hawaii Magazine, um, we used to put a lot of people on the covers before, and then um, and then we, we stopped. stopped. Yeah. Yeah, so we're here to kind of give everyone a little sneak peek into this September-October issue. We'll be talking about um, some of the stories that are inside, as well as the stories that were behind making the stories, um, which is great because most of them were written by myself and Catherine and were put together by Kayla. So we literally know everything about all of these stories. <laughs> I want to talk about the cover, though, real quickly. So just a little bit of insider this is just like, you know how you go to a restaurant and they have a, like a secret menu that you, you know, you have to be in the know. So for our podcast listeners, I'll just tell you. So this beach is in Waimanalo. I go to this beach all the time. It's not, it's not, um, 
very frequented because it's a very small, I mean, this is it. That's the stretch of sand that you can um, basically hang out on by yourself, by the way, if you're on Oahu right now, that's the new stay at home order. But um, so she's not, she's, she's not breaking quarantine. Yeah. Her ankles are technically in the water. So yeah, true. But anyway, um, so like at a high tide, there's no beach. It's just basically, it comes right up to this Nalpaka, the brush here. But this is where President Obama is building his home around this area. This would be his view, just FYI. A little insider information there. When you've been the president of the United (laughs) States, you get to have a pretty, you get to have a pretty nice view. Yeah. Is he building his home? Well, except they're having, huh? Is he building the home or is it like a pre-existing? Well, and not himself, but no, it's being built. They cleared the, the land, it's beachfront. And you can drive on Kalana on Oli Highway and see the action. I'm sure they're gonna build like a huge wall. Oh, but for you sure. can see right now the footprint of the house and everything. But what's crazy is they um, in the in the process of construction, they found Eevee, which is, you know, bones. And so that's a big thing in Hawaii, right? You don't mess with bones. If you stop if you find bones in your construction site, you stop construction, you gotta figure it out. There's even an E V council that's a part of the government, right? Um, that's a story we should do. Kevin, write that down. Oh. Anyway, so his construction has been stalled on his home. Anyway. Shucks. Sorry, Obama. A little bit of yeah. Sorry. Barry. Barry, yeah. Is that his name? Is that what you call <laughs> they him? They call him, I think. At lunch, Barry. Very. Uh, yeah. All right, Kat, did you want to start us off? I have a few stories lined up, but... Um... <clears throat> sure. So um, this is our September-October issue. If you are a subscriber, you would have already received this. Um, it's on newsstands right now wherever our magazine is sold. And you can also go on our website, um, hawaiimagazine.com, and buy the current issue. So there's plenty of ways to obtain it if you haven't already. So a couple of stories that I think we wanted to point out... Um, the main feature of this story is on Hidden Hawaii Island, and that's a story that Kevin and I had done actually a while ago because this was before the travel ban. I think right I before traveled, the travel ban. I traveled with Aaron Yoshino, our photographer, um, to the Big Island in February to do to yes. do this story, and yeah, yeah. that was um, you know. Gosh, it's so funny talking about this because that was such a different time, you know. We were in an airport and we were looking at the news and being like, oh, I think this coronavirus thing is getting kind of serious. And we yeah. were like, huh, is it weird that we're in an airport right now about to get on a plane? And yeah, wow. This, yeah, the I'm looking at the Big Island story as well. I don't have a physical uh, magazine to look at, um, but you guys. You know what's crazy about this, um, the Big Island story? I mean, during that time, I remember when we were talking about coronavirus and the big joke, and it's not even funny anymore, and it's only been like five months, was like, oh, it's like the Bud Light virus. Remember that dumb joke? I remember, yeah. Like, and it's so and not funny like, anymore. No, it's yeah. it's so lame. It's actually a lame joke. But anyway, I just remember that was like what people were saying around the office and all the memes that were going around about the coronavirus. Or like people are like, well, you know, it's the cure to the coronavirus, drinking some Heinekens, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, we decided to do Hidden Hawaii Island. This was actually a feature that we were going to run in the summertime. We decided to hold it for the September, October issue. 
And, you know, anytime we do hidden, you know, destinations um, in Hawaii, it's always kind of tricky because, as we all know, Hawaii is not, we're not like a huge place, pretty small. And then when you get to hidden Hawaii Island, Hawaii is such a huge place that it's hard to cover it. So that was a big challenge. So we had decided prior to even researching that we were going to kind of focus on several things, several places or businesses or parks or whatever on Hawaii Island and kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive instead of doing like, you know, yeah. 150 things to do. Yeah. And I thought it worked out really well. So Kevin, you spent, was it two days on Hawaii Island or was it just overnight? I think it was two or, or three. It was three days, two nights. Okay. I think. Yeah. And, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, um, yeah, I mean, you're right. Normally when we do these hidden guides, they are like these big guides, you know, where we have like, we list like 40 businesses and a bunch of activities. But this one, we I think we listed like eight. Um, mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time, you know what, man, covering Hawaii Island, you spend a lot of time driving. <laughs> that trip was so much driving. But I think the really great thing about this hidden Hawaii Island feature is that, man, Hawaii Island is actually hidden, you know? I feel like when we do some of these features, it's like hidden in air quotes, but Hawaii Island is super hidden. A lot of these businesses are actually hidden and like hard to find and really cool. Um, Well, it's funny because when we were talking about even covering the island, I mean, Kayla too, when we're talking about photography, we, you know, we normally do like a day in or we stay overnight and we're like, there's no way to cover all of Hawaii Island in two days. There's just like physically no a way to do you know what i mean it's crazy yeah it's called the big it's island big. for a reason um yeah and yeah i mean so, uh, oh sorry go ahead no no just tell me which which stories kind of stood out to you like was there any surprises or anything yeah. that you you didn't know about until um, you got there yeah definitely uh the waimea butcher shop i really enjoyed um it's a it's exactly what it sounds like it's a butcher shop in waimea um, but it's a whole animal butcher shop, so they literally use every single piece of the animal, um, which I thought was really cool. Yep, there it is right there. Um, and uh, the owner, uh, super nice guy. I mean, I really like doing these stories because I get to talk to a lot of people and meet like a lot of really cool people. And this guy was great. He was like this big dude from, you know, Texas. He, he looked like a butcher. He really burly kind of guy, but actually he, before he started this butcher shop, he was, a uh, um, he sung in a choir, a choir, 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 did you say core? Choir. <laughs> he sung in a core. How do you not know how to pronounce that word? Look, man, I write words. I don't say them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he sung in a choir. Um, and he actually went to school for music. Um, and then oh. he actually got his start in food. Um, as a singing waiter, which, and then his buddy who worked in the restaurant that he worked in, let him come back in the kitchen and kind of, he showed him the ropes and that's kind of how he got his culinary start, which I thought was super cool. You know, like I love hearing stories like that. That That's really my favorite kind of stuff. Um, and also the butcher shop was great. He treated us, Aaron and I to some really, really good, like really, really good, um, barbecue. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, it's great. Okay, when that's you why me, um, you also yeah. covered some stuff on Hawaii Island. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I get excited about native birds. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, I'm a birder, so um, 
I was able to, you know, I had flew to Hawaii Island earlier. Actually, I went on vacation on, for a day to go check out this um, bird trail. And, you know, if if anybody knows much about, um, like, our Endangered um, Species Act, it really started with a bird on Hawaii Island, actually, the palila. Um, that's the bird that started this whole Endangered Species Act that's, like, you know, the, across the U.S., and so there's a, um, a forest discovery trail um, on Mount Akea that where you can, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say it's a guarantee to see Palila, but um, I don't know, every time I've done it, you can see it and it's pretty beautiful. It's only a mile um, loop. So even if you just wanna go for a nature walk and see like a native ecosystem, it's really beautiful and it's free and it's right off the, the main highway there. Um, and then I also went to the Monk Seal um, hospital in Kehole Point, which I think you told me about. Yeah, I had gone. You hadn't gone or I had gone for a it? press trip uh, a, a while ago. I never wrote about it, though. Yeah, the only unfortunate thing was, um, not unfortunate, I shouldn't say that, is that you can't really go and see them among seals. Oh, yeah. You can see them through, um, like, video cameras that are set up because they don't want, they don't want the seals to have too much human interaction because they are fully planning to, you know, bring these seals back to their native habitat. And so even with the minimal um, human contact with them. So that was interesting, but it, they're doing really amazing work. So I thought that was cool. And you can go and tour and it's it's different, you know, it's yeah. kind of a different look into Hawaii Island and what they're doing out there. Kayla, was there anything that you, when you were designing the book, um, and so obviously you're reading the stories, but was there anything new to you? you you're not really that familiar oh, with Wait Island, yeah? I am not. A lot of them were new to me, and I, I felt like Kevin went with the right person. Aaron, I think, knows a lot of uh, Hawaii Island, so I think that turned out really good, but yeah, I didn't. I was surprised by a lot of this stuff. Um, Did you have a favorite? Is it one ooh, of mine? I mean, I always like the retail stuff. I like to shop. So that was cool. But I um I thought that Aloha Mondays was really cool. I would really want to try there. Yeah, Aloha wow. Mondays is a really great yeah. restaurant. Um That wasn't even on our original list, right? Because yeah. that was a place that um Aaron just knew that about that Aaron had known about and yep. took yeah. to eat, right? That was cool. Yeah, that, that place is great. They they change their menu every single day. They use only the freshest stuff. Um and Kayla talked to I don't wanna give too much away. Um, Kayla talked about the retail stuff. Um, I went to this place called Hanaho. Maybe the last thing I'll talk about. Hanaho. Not Hanaho Hilo. Just Hanaho. Um, <laughs> that was that went back and forth a lot in edit. Uh, Hanaho is a really cool shop. They sell like a lot of um, like locally made um, accessories and goods and uh, clothing. Um, but what I really thought was um, special is their... Oh, I'm going to... I almost... I I kind of forget the name. Lapaka hats. Apollo? The hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the hats. The hats. They're uh, and they're made from. Um, they're made from these Lahala hats. Are made from the the Hala strips, which is kind of that like mm -hmm. tan, fibrous looking strip of plant. I don't know how to describe plant stuff. Um, this is a terrible description. I thought you were the word guy. I thought you were the. <laughs> I am which is not not speaking sometimes. But anyways, these hats are made by these like Lauhala <laughs> like masters, like these these um it's the the mother of the well, it's a daughter and mother who own run the shop and it's a mother who makes these hats with her circle 
and they they are like Lauhala like masters. Like they've been doing this for years and years and years and decades, and these hats go for like thousands of dollars. Like they are no joke. Yep. But uh, she explained it to me in a really great way um, that put it in perspective. Like you know, some people buy like a Rolex and it's like an heirloom. You know, it's like something you pass mm-hmm. down among generations. It's something you give to the, your kids and they give to their kids. These hats should be treated the same way. It's like something that gets passed down along generations. Um, so I thought that was really oh, that's cool. cool. Okay. I actually, I remember hearing about Hanaho from when we did our locals guide. Do you guys remember that? And Kuhao Zane kind of mentioned yes. it when we asked him like what was one of his like favorite spots or places to go. Um, yeah, I remember him talking about it then. So seeing you guys do a story on it now, I think was really cool because yeah, it sounded really interesting. I, believe, I would definitely memory. go there. I believe the mother of, well, the mother of the store is uh, Kuhao Zane's sister. The mother oh, okay. of the store so, is and, and thus, sister? Yeah, and then I guess the daughter would be Kuhao's niece. Niece? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, there's some big. Well, islands. Hilo is a small town. Hilo is a very small town. <laughs> um, small town. Great. Well, I so think there's that's... a, huh? Oh, go ahead, Kat. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say there's another story in here that um, our intern wrote, and oh, she's man. no no longer our intern, Kyla Smith. Oh, we miss her. I do. She was yeah. so good, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you been Have you been following her on Instagram? Man, her art is so good. Anyway, speaking of her art, so she's a, like an illustrator, kind of moonlighting as an illustrator, but we knew this, and so we had her um, create the opener's illustration for her own story. So it's the September-October issue. We thought we'd do something fun for our Ho'omaka, which is our opener, open it to the, to the contents of the book. And uh, we had her interview Lopaka Kapanui, who's been a storyteller in Hawaii, um, you know, he's really known for his ghost stories, let's be real, for over about 20 years. And um, a lot of, you know, local folks may remember Glenn Grant, who's written a bunch of books about, um, you know, Obake, which is the Japanese ghost, and local, you know, ghost stories. And he used to, he was really famous for his ghost tours. Well, anyway, Lopaka studied under Glenn Grant. Glenn Grant has since passed away. And um, he's sort of taken up this torch, right, of doing these ghost tours. Except he, if you've ever met him, and we have a video, we can link to that in our show notes, but he's very, um, he's such a good storyteller. He's very persuasive, and he tells these great stories, and he kind of sucks you in. So um, she was really a little hesitant to meet him. She kind of gets spooked out about stuff. And she went on one of, well, you know how I like to make people do things that make them uncomfortable? That's your favorite so I, thing to do. Oh, I love it. You have no idea. <laughs> Kevin, we were talking about you in a meeting yesterday about all the things I want to have you do. Anyway, so um, I had her go on this ghost tour, and I, I think she enjoyed it. I mean, she was kind of spooked out. But um, anyway, so we have a story about Lopaka, his ghost tours, which despite the quarantine, um, right now it's not running because it, he's considered a non-essential. But um, when that ban is hopefully lift soon, um, he's definitely um, on on track to be doing these ghost tours in October um, just in time for Halloween. Anyway, I'm excited about it. I'm super into, well, okay, I don't really like ghosts personally, like as a hobby. Um, but these ghost stories are always so interesting to me. Yeah, and I thought yeah. I thought Kyla's uh, illustration 
did such yeah. a good job. Like, oh yeah. I mean, Kayla, you know, you you you, you know how long yeah, it takes I mean, to like illustrate something. I mean, it's it's really it's really a great great little piece. Yeah, together me and her kind of planned it out, and she executed it like perfectly, and I loved it. Yeah, she's she was great, and this is great. I'm excited for her. She drew a picture of I us. I was thinking, on like, our last maybe, huh? She drew a picture of us on our last breakfast. Remember that? I know. Oh yeah. I know. So sad. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. Um, I we should talk about ghost stories. I think we should save it for like its own podcast, though. Don't you think? Like, we the should ghost get Lopaka on a podcast. Oh, yeah, that'd be so exciting! Because I can tell you some well. I was actually, um, there's a, oh, I forget the name of the podcast now. Anyway, it's a national podcast that interviewed me about some ghost stories. I don't know how they heard about it. Well, how they heard about my ghost stories. Ghosts are, like, drawn to you, Kat. Oh. I mean, the living and the dead. Come on. <laughs> Your personality is just so annoying. You know, they all want a piece of it. What can I say? Well, you know what I want a piece uh, of is one of these molasadas oh. you were writing about. Kevin. Dude, that was I I'm like literally on fire. Yeah, the best segue. I'm literally I mean okay. So most people know I have this like uh slight obsession about malasadas. Oh it's not slight. So uh, if you don't know what malasadas are, so this is a story and it's specifically about a food truck in Kailua on Oahu called um Agnes Big Shop. Let me tell you about malasadas just for a little bit. Let me give you a primer in malasadas. So malasadas are these deep fry, basically donuts, right? They're kind of yeast-based. It's crispy on the outside because it's deep fried. It's got that chewy, doughy middle. And then it's doused or rolled in white sugar. And um, Leonard's Bakery in Kapahulu is probably the most famous in Hawaii for making malasadas. Um, But there are plenty of other places that make malasadas. Pipeline Bake Shop in Kamaki, for example, is one of the newer ones. Um, even Zippy's makes malasadas now oh. and you'll get them at like <clears throat> fairs like Puno Carnival for example is really famous for its malasadas and I grew up eating it because my grandmother is Portuguese it is a Portuguese dessert it doesn't come from Portugal it comes from the Azores which are islands off of Portugal where the majority of um, the immigrants from Portugal to Hawaii came so a lot of people who are from who are born and raised in Hawaii who have Portuguese descent oftentimes can trace their lineage to Madeira and the Azores, which are these islands. So you'll find them there. But um, Agnes Bake Shop was a longtime bakery in Kailua that went that um, the owner decided to close after about 50 years. And this guy, Ryan Katsuno, is actually a Hawaiian Airlines flight attendant. He had been going there his whole life, and he was, like, so brokenhearted when they heard Agnes was going to shut down, that he approached the owner and convinced them to sell him the name and the recipe. I mean, there's a little bit of a longer story between that. But anyway, he ended up with the recipe. It took him, like, months to, with the owner, like, trained him. If you're Portuguese, you know this is a long process, and And he was probably very anal about it, and trained him how to make their specialty Portuguese-style malasadas. And these malasadas are different than your average malasada, right? They are made differently they're cr- well i mean crunchier. i would imagine the ingredients for all mal- malasadas are relatively the same but um it it's handmade and you can tell because there's like a little hole in the middle of the malasada it's the way that you drop it into the oil essentially and what and that's like a very throwback technique you find this at like fairs a lot 
our carnivals, but um, what I like about it is that there's more surface area for the oil to crisp up the dough. So you get more crispy stuff. That's the best part. So I'm a little partial. So it's like a crispy mall That sounds really good. Right? <laughs> No, they're open, you know, except for Sundays. They're open today, Kayla. If you want to head out there, I'm super down. Do they offer Never any, tried that. any flavors? Sorry, no, so they're very traditional, except oh. if you're in the know, you can request cinnamon sugar. It's kind of an off-the-menu option. Oh. Um, but he's pretty, like, I asked him, like, not that long. He called me up one day, and I asked him, are you going to do anything else? Because Leonard says cinnamon sugar and they do like filled donuts and then pipeline does like a coffee dusted malasada um he said no like he's gonna stick to traditional malasadas but he's thinking about adding other bakery items to the menu like other um pastry items so oh, okay well if it ain't broke you know don't fix it are you not a malasada guy are you an oreo person which is so random to me i would have not taken Oreos you as an so oreo good. guy yeah i don't know i mean i, I like malasadas but they're not my go-to they're a little i mean honestly i actually think i would like these a lot more because the thing about malasadas is that they're too fluffy like i don't really like the the fluff i like a crunch you know oh. that's why i like oreos they're crunchy crunchy on the outside nice on the inside but like the leonard's <laughs> one they're so fluffy you know i want something to crunch into Something so you're not like a donut person. Nah, not so much. I'm a scone guy. That's what <laughs> that's what it says on my oh. business card. Kevin Allen, <laughs> scone guy. Oh, Why don't we do a story on scones? Like, hello, we have so many places that make awesome scones. We do. They're oh man, Wyoli um, Tea House has the best oh, yeah. scones. Wyoli Kitchen. Yes. Have you? Okay. So, where's your favorite scone place? I know we're kind of going off topic, but it's this fine. is important stuff. Wyoli. Yeah. I probably. Is it Wyoli Kitchen yeah. now? Wyoli Kitchen and Bake Shop, right? Or something Bake like that. It used to be Wyoli Tea Room. Yeah. They yeah, changed yeah. the name. Okay. Yeah. That place. And it's in Manoa. Man, Kyle and I were going there like every single weekend because you had really turned us on to it and really yeah it's super good oh. and the scones are yeah, oh man good. the scones are so good that their blueberry cream cheese one is fantastic mm-hmm. do you like That's... um the crunchy scones or like you know like diamond head bakery which is kind of near in waikiki off outside of waikiki they have a blueberry cream cheese scone but it's really cakey and do you know what i mean it's like huge yeah. and it's very cakey i kind of like a like a tough but like more doughy like i kind of want like a i don't want it a super flavorful scone because most of the time I'm, I'm it's a accoutrement to my coffee oh really really you can't say choir but that word comes out of your mouth it's my accoutrement <laughs> to my coffee so i don't want like my scone to overpower my coffee you know they've got a they've got to blend perfectly kayla? kayla do you have a scone recommendation oh i mean so far i do like wiley kitchen yeah, I haven't really had too much scones. I love desserts, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm definitely a malasada person. Yeah, I love malasada. Where, where's your favorite yeah. malasada? Is it Leonard's? Yeah, I love Leonard's, but I have to have it when it's hot. That's oh, the thing, yeah. like, if somebody buys it and then drives it across the island to me and it's, like, already cooled down and soggy, it's not my favorite. Yeah. You have to have it, it when it's hot. It doesn't travel well. And also... Oh, you know what's interesting? We, I mean, both both Kevin and I have eaten here, which is kind of crazy. 
Um, there is a mall asada place in Laie. We should have gone last oh. time we were in Kahuku, but Penny's. Um, it's called Penny's. Yeah, Penny's mall asada. Actually, really good. Penny's is really good. Yeah, they have really good mall asadas. They do. And they have a lot of flavors. If if that's your thing, like fillings, they have a lot of fillings. Yeah, I'm not into the fillings. I just like them traditional. Yeah, purist. Me too. All right, we got maybe enough time to talk about like one little more story. I, I know uh, we have a, a like a local in the back of the issue. This is our second like a local. No, it's like no. our fourth like a local. Kevin, time like a fourth or fifth. Time yeah. is meaningless. <laughs> fourth, maybe. This one's about Lee Mui. Yes. You know what inspired this? Actually, I read a New York Times article about, not about, was it about Crackseed or Lee Mui in, in particular? But it talked a little bit about you know, how the origin of these like seed products in China. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if it's not something I guess that most people aren't, you know, not familiar with, like our readers may not know, but it's so prevalent everywhere. Like you can get leaking on everything. And if you're not familiar with the flavor, it is kind of hard to describe. Yeah, it's, I guess. it's yeah. a very, it's like something when I think about my mouth waters because it's like very yeah. tangy. Oh, fun fact, another secret off the menu thing. If you're ever in a 7-Eleven and you're buying anything, you can ask the cashier oh, yes. for a packet of Lihi Moy. Yes. And they have packets right behind oh. the counter, and they'll give it to you, like, for free. Yeah. So if you want to... I know. Yeah, Lihi Moy is a strange flavor, though. It's really hard to describe. It's very tangy. Salty. It's, sweet. Yeah, sweet, salty. It's sour. like... Sour. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to describe, but, man, it's on everything here. And, like, as a kid, I remember... I remember eating a lot of lihi moi, even though like there was that that rumor yep. that said it would give you cancer or whatever. I've never heard, I've heard that. that too. I've heard that. Really? I think but, it was. I mean, it didn't deter me from eating. No, it I still ate a ton of lihi moi. Also, let's not say it causes cancer because we don't know if that's. True. It, I said it was a rumor. <laughs> okay. Good. It was a very yeah. <laughs> unsubstantiated like elementary school playground rumor. Was it the color? That's yeah. why the color yeah, dye. Yeah, the color number dye. Forty or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't think that that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you like your lihing? I mean, do you guys eat the seed or do you guys use the powder? And then how do you use it? Like, what's your favorite way to use or eat lihing? Uh, I eat oh, it. On gummy bears, for oh, sure. Oh, gummy yeah. bears is good. On gummy bears. Yeah, I do the powder and I put it on pineapple. Pineapple is really good. Oh, I love it on pineapple. Yeah, because pineapple is mm. so sweet and then it, it adds like a good little balance. What about you, Kat? Lihing. Um... Well, my favorite way of eating lihing is in a margarita. Lihing <laughs> margarita is really good. But like, hardly anyone makes those. It's hard to find them, and I don't really drink that much. But like, lihing margaritas are like my jam. Hollyiva Joe's. Hundred percent my jam. On huh? the North Shore, Hollyiva Joe's. They do a really good lihing margarita. Too far, and I have to drive back. No, yeah. it's got to be like in town where it's easier. Good um, point. Yeah, gummy bears, pineapple for sure. You know, they do make a leaking dusted malasada at Leonard's. Oh. It's interesting. Actually, I've That's had it right. at the... I feel like I've had it somewhere else, like at the Hale Kalani or some, like, fancy hotel where they did a... They presented a malasada. Maybe it was the Kahala Hotel. I don't remember. But they dusted it with leaking, and I was like, That's so crazy. <laughs> anyway, it was actually pretty good. I was uh, not unhappy with it. Okay, well, um, I think that we should it? call it an episode. I think that might be it. But uh, cat oh, work. Oh, Kayla, do you have yeah. the bag? Oh, shucks. I don't have the bag. I have to pick it up today. But oh man, often, but we have new bags. We have new bags. 
putting up on our Shopify. Do you want me to go get it? No, we don't have the time. All right. Well, I'll post it up in the show notes. Um, but people, everyone can find all of our content at hawaiimagazine.com. You can find all of our social media channels at Hawaii Magazine on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. We're, we're Hawaii Magazine everywhere. Uh, please like and subscribe to our podcast, which you can find on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes, as well as any of your other podcast hosts. Um, buy some of our products on Shopify, where you can also buy the magazine. I know. Wish you were here. Um, and I think that's it from us. That is it. That is it. Okay, everybody. Thanks again, Kayla, for being on the episode. And thank you all for listening so much. Mahalo. Mahalo.